Speaking of basketball stars, Troy much Bolton, like Troy Bolton from the Disney Channel original movie High School Musical, our favorite male basketball player, Troy is Bolton, not real. he would never stand for the women not being treated fairly. Anyway, no, no you know not. what? He wouldn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. He'd be like, "This is wrong." Let Troy me sing Bolton a song. Would never. He says, "My head's in the game, but my heart's in women's equality." <laughs> everyone and welcome back to the leading lady club podcast i'm caitlin i'm lauren and we are your hosts we just want to start off by saying thank you so much to everyone who has listened to our first couple of episodes already who have downloaded the episodes who have rated us five stars on apple podcast we appreciate it so much we have just been so appreciative of all the the feedback and the messages and everything from friends and family and followers and whatnot who have reached out since we've started it we are really glad that everyone is enjoying it so far and we hope that you keep listening and keep enjoying it and as always if you ever have any questions ideas comments reach out because we would love to to hear that any feedback yeah, that you absolutely. have is appreciated yeah and- everyone's been so nice which has been great and we're hoping to keep making everybody happy and keep talking to some amazing ladies and keep trucking keep going keep living the dream if you will keep living the dream indeed (laughs) indeed uh but today we do have some things that we need to discuss namely that i have finally watched (gasps) wandavision as 50 different people in my life have been telling me to watch and they were right it was very good it was so excited i watched it in like three days i just want to preface this conversation by letting everyone know that we have not discussed this off no not even a little bit like we were like what should we talk about today and i I said oh i just finished wandavision and i was and caitlin was like yes let's do it so So. i have heard none of her thoughts she's heard none of mine because i didn't want to spoil anything i'm so happy right now okay but you know how i feel about spoilers so let's discuss this very carefully so very, as not very, to like, spoil anything for anyone who may be listening and has not watched yet although if you are listening and you have not watched yet just drop everything it's pause. on disney plus <laughs> yeah pause, pause the podcast go, listen. <laughs> go watch and then come back that's true <sighs> wandavision it was it was very good elizabeth olsen man She's great. She, I think she's the superior Olsen. I really do. Not, no shade to Mary Kay and Ashley. <laughs> no shade. Love them. Love them so much. But man, oh she was my excellent. Gosh. She I was did so not good. realize what an actor she is. My goodness. I felt like it was such a nuanced and yeah. amazing Well, and it was just that, that Wanda was never a main character in the Marvel movies. True, So yeah. we never really got a chance to see her. Mm-hmm. be the main character that she is in this tv show right it was so good it was very and good. okay we have to talk about Catherine Hahn. yes oh okay <sighs> elizabeth olsen was great Catherine Hahn steals the it was show amazing. it's really hard to talk about this show without giving spoilers right but i will just say again this is a very non-spoiler review of the show but i feel like the concept of the show and then what ended up happening with it each episode and kind of how it ended all of that i in my opinion it is one of the most original creative inventive ideas for a show or for a story that i have ever heard i feel like especially in the day and age of remakes reboots Mm. sequels live action all of that and so to see something so original which it's all based on comics, of course, but right. I think this particular story was just so creative and smart and gosh, I just, I enjoyed it so yeah. much. But I just also think before we move on, it's so important and still in this day and age, I think people forget that it's still special and it's still mm-hmm. important and it's still exciting to see strong female characters being at the center of a story and not just Mm -hmm. one, but multiple. I just think sometimes people forget that that's still relatively rare 
and mm-hmm. it's still an exciting thing to see. And, and you know, I actually was watching Avengers Endgame was on TV yesterday. And I hope you've all seen Endgame by this point. I'm going to talk about that it. That movie came out a couple I years ago. The spoiler, the spoiler, right? the spoiler Let's timeline is, is, has ended. Okay. Well, if you haven't watched Endgame, I guess skip ahead a minute or two of the podcast. But I'm going to talk about it. I was watching it and I thought about it. All the people, when when, when all the people who blipped or whatever we're calling it were dusted. gone. Yeah, dusted, whatever. The people who disappeared. When they were gone, really the only people that were left was Scarlett Johansson and men. Because mm-hmm. they, you know, I was watching the part of the movie where they were trying to figure it out and bring everybody back. And I kept thinking, what's her name? Black Widow? She's the only woman in the room during those parts and if you go back to the first avengers movie she's the only woman other than what's her name agent someone who's only around occasionally who kind of is samuel l jackson's girl sometimes Maria hill oh yeah there we go mm-hmm. you know i'm bad with names anyway so black widow for the longest time is kind of the only female superhero we're seeing in these movies. And thank goodness now they've brought in Scarlet Witch and Captain Marvel and and we have some awesome women in the Black Panther movie. And there are others that are kind of being introduced, but it just is so awesome to see a strong, emotionally three-dimensional, complicated, messy, but also fierce superhero woman. I just think it's a beautiful story about grieving and how people deal with grief. I think it's a beautiful story about female empowerment and strength. I think it's a beautiful story about how people are not just good or just bad, but there's light and dark in everyone. And I just think it's... it's, Sorry to cut you off. It's just an interesting story to have that is so much about grief because there has just been a lot of grief in the past year, whether just really dealing with the loss of people in your life or dealing with the loss of just like the normalcy of the world ever since we've been in this Panda Express. Loss of jobs or... Loss of jobs, lots of like, my God. Yeah. I, we're not going to dive too deep into my personal life, but 2020 was rough for me. And I dealt with a lot of loss personally and just in all different facets of my life. And so it was really interesting to see her deal with that and be like, oh, that's like a normal thing to feel. Yeah, It hits you in different ways and it hits you at different times. And it was just, it was, I don't know, validating is the right word, but it was just comforting to see that expressed. Yeah, for sure. In in, in that way. But yeah, man, what a good, what a good. What a great show. I think this show also, the last thing I'll say about it is I think this show should maybe, I'd like to put it out there for everyone listening, that maybe this show should put to rest the debate of who the strongest Avenger is because oh, it does. It's I will not say the spoiler that I'm thinking, but when you watch the show and see the the feat that she pulls off during the course of the show, and then you watch the end and everything, I just think she at least has a strong case. Maybe oh, no, I, don't I would like to a- say the only other person it could be there could be a competition is Captain Marvel, which I think it's pretty cool that it's two women that that's but just my opinion. It, I don't even opinion. think it's a competition. Wanda is the strongest Avenger. Like, I it, think there's so. no contest. Yeah, I think feel, so, too. Feel free to fight me about it. But there's really well, especially after this, there's really no, contest. you know, I love it. my girl, Captain Marvel. But I, I agree. I think she I think she is. I mean, forget Thor. Like, get out of here with that. I don't know. Um, Man, Thor's not even near the top, honestly. Okay, we can rank the true. Avengers in he's another episode. Definitely, Thor's, Thor's, I, don't, I don't put Thor up he's there. He's a god. He literally has I, lightning coursing through his body. Maybe he's up there, but the gap between him and Wanda is significant. Well, sure. Wanda's superior to everyone, apparently. But yeah, like, I, mean, it's not I think Thor is definitely... I just feel like the ones who have something that can shoot out of their bodies are near the top. Wanda, I Captain Marvel, Thor. I like, would agree. You can shoot like lightning or some sort of magic out of your body. I'm sorry, you, can, you automatically you go towards the top you of the list for me. Hang. Anyway, okay, end our nerdy Marvel talk. Um, on to something. <laughs> on to nerdy sports talk. We need to talk about March talk. Madness. Really sorry for those of you who have tuned in and don't like Marvel or sports, but that's okay because I promise there's other things coming. Yeah, but- we warned you at the top that we like Marvel and sports, so you really should have known what you were getting into here. It's true. That's not on us. <laughs> sorry. Sorry about it. Um. So, as those of you 
some of you maybe know, uh, right now, March Madness is going on, the big NCAA college basketball tournament that happens every year. Things are certainly happening. Yeah, except for last year, rip. Rip the 2020 Florida State basketball team that could have gone all the way. It's fine. Uh, Well. Still not over it. Anyway, so tournaments happening, both men's Mm -hmm. and women's tournaments. Mm Mm-hmm. And there was a, well, Lauren, remind us, was it a TikTok or a tweet? It started with TikTok, I believe. So Sedona Prince, she is a player for the Oregon women's team, posted a TikTok showing the men's and women's practice facilities. And she showed the men's facilities, you know, like totally decked out. All their sponsors got them cool stuff, whatever. And the women's practice facility was a set of dumbbells and like 10 yoga mats. Right. Like the weight, the weight training rooms for each of them. Right. Okay. Correct. And according to her, the reason that they only got 10 mats and a dumbbell set was because there was a lack of space. But in the TikTok, she showed there's a lot of space to be had. And like, I understand. Yes. And like, I understand that we are in a pandemic, that things need to be spread out. But it, it if you could have done it for the men's, we could have done it for the ladies. And so right. that was a TikTok that went viral on Twitter and it like blew up. And, mm-hmm. you know, it just really showed the discrepancy between the men's and women's NCAA teams that nobody, I guess, had really thought about or knew about or whatever. But so that went viral for a while. There was a lot of discussions of why they don't have the same facilities. There was right. a lot of... A lot of dude bros coming out of the comments being like, We love the dude bros. Mm, Sure. (laughs) Um, A lot of people being like, well, when the women's teams can rake in more money for the NCAA, then they can get their stuff. They're trying to run a business. It's like, the NCAA is not a business. It's a nonprofit organization. They don't need to worry about that. hear this. Their money comes from sponsors. Their money does not come from, it's not the NBA. It is the NCAA. It is not the same thing. Right. Um, But people love to make that argument anyway about- all women's sports which mm-hmm. dive a little deeper into we'll get to we'll get to right um, well and it's like men's or women's teams these are elite college elite. athletes yeah it just seems crazy to me although so many things about women's equality and whatnot just baffle me still to this day but it oh, just yeah. baffles me that they would think anyone anyone whoever was in charge of that decision whoever gave the okay for the facilities and and the setup of and whatnot would think that that was an okay way to go about things i mean i just i don't understand in what world we're gonna tell young women that they are less important less valuable less in need of of training and the materials they need in order to to succeed in their craft in what world are are we willing to tell them that they're less valuable and less in need of those things than men just because they're women if i had a daughter or i i'm lucky enough to have a little sister it feels to me that we as a society are telling them that they can work hard they can go after things they can dream big just they can't dream quite as big as the men around them as the boys in their class as their brothers as it just i i really i really question when the day comes that we say that's that's just not acceptable anymore well and it's an ongoing issue i mean the u.s women's national team who have won the past two world cups four total do not get this are not getting the same pay as the men who did not qualify qualify for the last World Cup, whose Olympic team did not qualify for the Olympics this year for the third Olympics in the row. If yeah. you do math, that's 12 years that they haven't okay. qualified for an Olympics. And they're still fighting to get equal pay. And it's yeah. still like it's an absolute, it's just it's it's a grueling thing for them to do to continually put themselves out there and be like, we are contributing more to the sport of soccer. Mm-hmm. than the men's team are at the moment. Everyone is very disappointed with the men's national team because they're like, how are we supposed to get soccer to grow in this country if the men's team can't qualify for the Olympics, if they can't qualify for the World Cup, if they continue not to do well? And it's like, the women's team is doing great. They have all many gold medals, both in the Olympics and World Cup wins, and yeah. they are driving the interest in soccer in this country right yeah. now. And I don't think I'm incorrect in saying that. Absolutely not. I can speak for that. I've watched more soccer in the past five years or so to watch the women because exactly. they win. They make me they excited win. to watch. I have a feeling the dude bros are going to come after us on this one. 
please, please. Honestly, come at us. Come, please, I beg we you. We invite it. Just kidding. We don't hate men. We just want... No, it's just, it's just disheartening to see a group as talented as the U.S. women's team mm-hmm. not get the compensation that they deserve. That like they deserve. Just because they're women. Long story Anyway, short, March Madness We're is mad happening. about sports. We're mad about sports. March Madness also, is happening. This has nothing to do with women. I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, but Florida State lost this weekend in they the sure March did. Madness They're, men's they tournament. They lost to Michigan. Ugh, sorry for you. I know. It's really upsetting. That's okay. Maybe next year. <sighs> anyway. All right. Enough about us griping about sports, I guess. I guess. On a much more exciting note, we have a pretty spectacular guest with us today. Her name is Marina Colonna, and she is, how do I describe Marina? Just the greatest human. Is that a good way? I think that's a good way. Marina is many things. She wears many hats. She's an actor, singer, performer, dancer. But since the past mm, little over a year, she has started a new journey being a fitness instructor. She is certified in bar, and she also has recently been hired at Equinox as an Equinox teacher. I know, it's like very, very exciting. It's a big step in her career. I'm very happy for her. She's also a theater teacher. She's many things. She is a wonderful human being. So without further ado, everyone, Miss Marina Colonna. Hello, Marina. We're so excited to have you here. Thank you for being with us today. Oh my goodness. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Of course, of course. We are so excited for you to be our next guest. I like to throw it back with our guests and kind of start back at the beginning, if you will. Uh, And you grew up in New Jersey, correct? Yes, correct. Correct. Fact fact check. Um, (laughs) So I know that you came in pretty often, especially like in high school, right? For classes and lessons and things in the city. So what was that like as kind of a young artist and performer to be able to literally train in New York City in the thing that New York City is maybe most known for, you know, taking voice lessons, taking dance classes, all of that. What was that like to be able to kind of have access to New York and come in all of the time for that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So yeah, I grew up in a town called Freehold, New Jersey. And I have been doing theater, dancing, singing, acting since I was very, very young. I started my first dance class was at age two, right? But I started coming into the city for lessons in about seventh grade, because that's kind of when I started to take this whole thing seriously, I'd say. And I was really lucky that I came from parents that were extremely supportive And that kind of knew what to do in terms of taking me to New York and finding that training that I was looking for that would be able to push me to that next level. Yeah, um, for sure. So anyway, my life was kind of my mom or my dad picking me up in the car after school at least two days a week, driving me into the city for an acting lesson, a singing lesson, a dance lesson, and maybe having time to do my homework. (laughs) (laughs) Homework's whatever. I would like sleep in the car on the way there. And then maybe my mom would stop and get me a slice of pizza. I'd do my lesson and then we'd come back and I'd do the whole thing all over again. But in high school, I was part of a theater group in the city And I was in rehearsals about three days a week and most of my weekends. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was just constantly in and out through the Lincoln Tunnel in the car. But I always felt extremely fortunate, not only to have such incredible support around me from my friends and my family, but also the fact that, and I know we've talked about this, Caitlin, I live just being here, being in New York, being in New Jersey and having the access to see Broadway shows and interact with professionals on almost a daily basis. I know that not everyone that has these dreams, right, has the access to that environment, especially at such a young age. So But more than anything, I've just always been a New Yorker at heart, I think. I was born in the city, and yeah, that I just always felt very connected to New York and very lucky to be here. 
still feel that way. Yeah, that's (laughs) awesome. I mean, same, but um, that's, I just have always thought that's so neat that you were able to kind of do that growing up and, and have that kind of access, I think is so neat, especially like you said, wanting to be a performer and having those kinds of dreams. I just think you were kind of in the perfect spot to, to have that training at a young age, which is awesome. So obviously living the life of a performer, a teacher as well in the performing arts. But about a year ago when the pandemic hit, you had just, remind me of the timeline, you had just gotten certified for bar right before the shutdown, (laughs) right? So that had just, I mean, thank goodness though, I guess that that certification happened before, but then all of a sudden everything shuts down and group fitness, of course, was not allowed to happen. So you're kind of left wondering, what do I do? And so you just (laughs) decided to go for it and kind of start your own business, move with Marina, for those of you (laughs) listening at home who have an Instagram, follow her, and start doing these virtual bar classes during the pandemic when everyone was kind of sheltering in place at home. And it just really took off and you had kind of a loyal following and, and group of people who would join you every week. And I've just been so impressed that you took that upon yourself to just go for it because it's it was a scary time to be starting a business or to be starting a new career path (laughs) so what I mean kind of tell us a little bit about the moment when you were kind of making that decision and what that was like and how maybe scary or exciting that was when you made that decision yeah well first of all thank you for saying that so like you said I got my bar certification and I was very excited to kind of start to embark on this new fitness instructing journey because I also am a performing arts teacher, which I absolutely love and adore. Mm -hmm. And um, I was just kind of excited to add another career hat to myself. For sure. um, So got my bar certification, was pretty much ready to hit the ground running. And then, yep. Just like you said, just like we all know, COVID decided to infringe on my plans. And just make everything, (laughs) mess everything up real good. Exactly, exactly. And speaking of New Jersey, I went home for, for those of you listening, quote unquote, it was supposed to be two weeks. Mm -hmm. And then two weeks turned into six months. Same, same exact (laughs) thing happened to me too. I went home in March and I didn't come back until October. Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. And you know, I'm, I'm grateful for that time that I had spent with my family, but I'm the kind of person that whenever I talk about, you know, running in and out of the city as a kid, I'm like, wow, I've always been someone that thrives being active and being busy. And that's just kind of how I am. And quarantine was not an ideal situation for me because it was really difficult for all of us to kind of just sit there. And there was so much unknown and And not knowing what was next or what was going to play out, I was like, am I even going to be a bar teacher? Mm -hmm. And I was actively taking virtual classes. Mm -hmm. That was my one thing that I had to do every day. So I started and I felt like almost doing all of those workouts was training for myself. Because at the time, even though I was a new instructor and I got certified, I was very much still working on my technique and my form to make sure that I was the best teacher that I could be for the time. And so one night, honestly, those one of those 5am nights that I know we've all had, and I was like, I'm going to do a zoom class for fun. I'm going to post about it on social media, which is something that I was never really into. And that's totally changed. Hence, move with underscore Marina. On yes. <laughs> social media as um you guys know too is such a big part of yeah, building sure. a business in these crazy times for but sure. um yeah but anyway i was like i'm just going to do a bar class for fun because i know how fitness class from my home in quarantine affects my day is a positive impact on my day why not try it and see if i could offer this to other people so i didn't know what would happen i thought it was going to be maybe 3 of my friends and my first class had 30 people in it and I was like, Oh my gosh. But more than anything, people were like, you know, I've never even done bar and I don't work out much, but wow, this is going to give me something to do on my Thursday at six. And I was like, that, that's why, that's why we're doing that's it. The goal. You know? yeah. yeah. So I did that first class and then people were like, do it again. And I was like, okay. And then they 
said, can you do it more than once a week? And I said, absolutely. And that was it. That It kind of just took off from there. And more than anything, I always, always say this to all of my bar students is this was my saving grace. This, if this, if I didn't do this, if this didn't happen, I don't know where I would have been in quarantine, but more than anything, it comes from the support that I received and the commitment from everyone. So yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Crazy to talk about it out loud rather than just you know, it, it, just the timeline of everything is yeah. wild. I'm sure for all of us to think of where we were a year ago, it's yeah. Well, I me, mean, I'd be, I'd be doing this right now. I I wouldn't believe you. <laughs> I know, me neither. It's crazy. Yeah. So you mentioned that you had so you got certified for bar in February. What kind of drew you to, I guess, the fitness industry in general? I know you mentioned like bar. Yeah. I know, and I know bar has a little bit more like dance components to it. So I figure that's probably a pretty big draw, but like what else kind of drew you to the fitness industry and just kind of wanting to make it more of your everyday and like business practices, I guess. Totally. So funny enough, and I don't know if maybe I should necessarily say this out loud being the fitness instructor title that I go off of now. Right. But I've never been a gym person. I've never been one to, to hit the gym, go on the treadmill, go for a run in the park. I do a lot of walking, but that's never been me. I've always enjoyed being active truly through dance. And I always did love yoga and loved Pilates. And I, when I heard about bar, I was like, well, this would probably resonate with me the most because I do enjoy fitness classes and I come from a dance background. Mm-hmm. And that was, it was basically the perfect storm. I took my first class at the studio that I got certified with, which again, is so wonderful. And I loved it. I instantly fell in love with it. And I was like, this is definitely something I could see myself doing. So as we've said, you started your business in a pandemic. And I can imagine that that is probably not the easiest thing to do. Um, So like, what are some of the struggles that you found while you were starting this business? Because not only is starting a business hard, starting a business in a pandemic and starting a business pretty much entirely virtually rough, like that's not an easy thing to do. Yeah. What are some of the struggles that you face? And I guess like, what are you most proud of for overcoming? So funny enough, I always say because I have other people in the fitness world that I know that have kind of been doing the same thing as me. People ask me how I got a following virtually. And I said that quarantine works in my favor. It completely worked in my favor because kind of like what I said before, at times I was the only thing that people had to do that day. Mm -hmm. I was the only thing that gave people some kind of a structure or plan in their day. So funny enough, when we were in peak quarantine, I feel and still feel this way, that that is when I was able to fill most of my classes to max capacity. Nice. And then as the world has started to change and Mm -hmm. come back, and it is so wonderful, right? We're all... Mm -hmm. Keeping our fingers crossed. Group fitness is open. I'm teaching in person now. It's excellent. But I reached a point, and this was really when I kind of turned to, I think, the social media more so. Mm. I reached a point where I was like, oh, my God, how do I get people to sign on to my classes still? I understand. Like, I don't blame them. I'd want to be running around outside too. But what is it that I can offer or bring to the table that makes people want to still open up their laptop and do a class with me. Mm-hmm. So I, I felt that I found success was truly making those personal connections. Yeah. And I, I feel that's huge as a business owner is getting to know the people that are taking your class. Why are they taking your class? Mm-hmm. What, what is it that they, you know, connect with especially people that aren't dancers right why bar like what is it that people love about bar and I heard someone that isn't a dancer that takes my classes all the time she said this is the best full body workout that I've ever had you know I don't I always say group fitness is open I'm in person teaching and um I don't think that virtual fitness is ever going to go away so Mm -hmm. we you know fitness instructors myself we need to find a way to maintain Mm -hmm. this 
part of our industry, even when the world is fully back, because we never realized how accessible at home fitness was, right? Until this time. Yeah, for sure. Well, and that's a great segue into our next question because you mentioned how you're teaching in person also now because you are now Mm -hmm. working at equinox which is so exciting (laughs) like such a big deal such a big accomplishment and such um a cool kind of i feel like next step in your in your career and down this new path you're taking and i know you had to work so hard to kind of go through all the training and to to get hired there so i'm just so proud proud of you and excited for you that you're getting to do that. And now with group fitness opening kind of all of a sudden, what has that been like? It Because it there wasn't much warning. They just kind of announced mm. it was opening the following <laughs> week and you kind of just got thrown yeah. into this new teaching schedule right. and this new job and this new kind of way of teaching. So what was that sort yeah. of whirlwind like and how excited are you to be back in person? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. So crazy to think. In November, I got accepted into this training program at Equinox that was training me to be a group fitness instructor for Equinox when group fitness reopened, right? Mm -hmm. So there was no necessary, there was no guarantee of me having a job at the end. But at the time, I was really looking to expand on my knowledge of fitness and being a fitness instructor. And I, I was trying to think of ways to level up, like we said, right? And this program kind of just came in my path and I got accepted and I took full advantage of it, worked really, really hard. And um, as Caitlin knows, Caitlin, (laughs) um, she was an amazing friend and support system through the the whole experience, which was incredible. And I had an amazing mentor and I was very, very fortunate. And I was even more fortunate that I ended up getting a job. And funny enough, Caitlin was here for me, with me for this too. The day that group fitness opened, <laughs> Caitlin and I were actually taking a social distance <laughs> dance class together. Yeah. And got the news and I was like, oh my God, I'm teaching next Tuesday. Yeah. And that was pretty much it. And it's crazy that it's been two weeks because it kind of feels like it's been two months already of I teaching bet. in person. Yeah. I have to say, huge shout out to Equinox because, in my opinion, no one, it, it, you pay, I, I say you pay top dollar for top quality. And the way they are running the clubs is just, it, I feel so safe constantly. That's good. The cleanliness is so 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 top notch um if uh for example if a student wants a different sized weight i'm not allowed to grab that weight unless i put on a plastic glove which is wonderful right because we want everyone to feel safe and even as an instructor i want to feel safe and yeah but teaching in person has honestly been a dream it's a dream come true and i'm really excited because even though I'm working at Equinox, my virtual classes are also going to start to have an at-home base too. So even if you're not a member of Equinox, you'll be able to take classes with me in person through Move with Marina. Yes. And I will still be your virtual fitness gal no matter what. And what's going to be really cool is in these in-person classes that I'm going to be teaching, I will also be streaming on Zoom. I believe so that is great two and one two and one reaching <laughs> all fun. corners of people yeah. in person yeah. virtual right and I guess like oh my god that's the way it's gonna be I was yeah. gonna say that's kind of but the next good. the next step the next phase of of yeah. kind of the post-covid world and also just it sounds like the next kind of phase in the journey of your career, which is really cool yeah. that it's it's yeah. going to be able to expand so much is awesome. So for maybe for some of those people like me, I took like a six month break from working out because I just, it was yeah. not the move, but I'm starting to get back into it, starting to kind of find what works for me, what makes me feel good, what makes me actually want to work out more than once a week. So <laughs> what is maybe something that you wish that women specifically knew about Mm. fitness and knew about the workout thing when it comes to finding what's best for them. Absolutely. Um, That's a really great point. Because I feel like when you think 
uh, the term a gym rat, right? Someone that mm-hmm. goes to the gym. What is the first thing you think of? Probably big, this dude. big, muscly mm-hmm. dude, right? Yeah. That's like going to the gym, benching a hundred, mm-hmm. like. Yeah. You know, that is what your mind grabs. Weirdly tan. Yeah. Weirdly tan. <laughs> yeah. I'm from Jersey, the shore area. Oh, so you know. That. Yeah, I'm sure. A whole lot of that <laughs> my hometown. But um, yeah. And it's like, why? Why yeah. shouldn't women feel that they have that same kind of capability and access to a gym or the mm-hmm. same kind of strength? that it takes to build that muscle, right? So I don't know if this is something that necessarily we have engraved in our minds as a society that like, oh, well, going to the gym is more like a bro thing, right? Mm -hmm. But I think if a woman is not necessarily someone that wants to go to the gym, like myself, that they should consider these group fitness classes, right? Because I love the sense of community that comes with, being in a fitness class and especially in these times we have been missing the connection with people right that's what we're craving and more than anything when I've been teaching in person people are just so happy to be there and and be inspired by other people in the class so yeah my ladies out there if you are like oh I have to go back to the gym but you don't want to take that step on going by yourself off the bat, especially after, say, if you did take a six month break, right? Mm-hmm. I I would say try a class as your first step, you know, kind of to have someone to lead the way and yeah. and and check in with yourself and see where you are at physically and take it from there. Take it from there, right? Sign up. That's the hardest part. Yeah, I'm starting it. Signing up and making the commitment. Second hardest part is getting your butt out of bed and getting in class. So mm-hmm. but once you're there, you're there, right? Yeah. Exactly. I love that. We love all our, our strong <laughs> ladies out there. All right. So we have reached the point in our interview that we like to call rapid-ish fire. Okay. Questions. They start little, rapid, but they yeah, don't end rapid. <laughs> but starting out, we always ask all of our guests these two questions because, of course, this is the leading lady club. And so mm-hmm. what does that term kind of mean to you in your life? What does being a leading lady mean to you in life? Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I completely, this is, this is my <laughs> leading lady. That is truly what I strive to be every day. Yeah. Leading lady means that you do not need a male figure to give you approval of mm-hmm. where you should be in your career. Um, it also means that you are capable of any position or opportunity that a man is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm just so girl power. There's a quote that I love and I posted on my Instagram a lot. And it's never apologize for being a powerful woman. And mm. that's it. You know, never yeah. apologize. I feel like women are trained to have this apologetic trait <laughs> to them mm-hmm. when you feel like you might be pushing a boundary or crossing a line especially when it comes to men, Mm -hmm. you know, we're trained to impress them rather than them impressing us. And being a leading lady is having that strong self-assurance and knowing what you want Mm -hmm. and not even, you know, because sometimes what you want changes, right? But having the drive and taking the steps to learn who you are to get to where you want to be Mm -hmm. and to become that leading lady that (laughs) that you know everyone is capable of in your own right because I'm sure that that's a different definition for everyone everyone has different dreams everyone has different goals and and being a leading lady is taking the steps to get to those goals in your most authentic and confident self Oh my gosh, I'm going to cry. That was so good. (laughs) Like, what? Did you rehearse that? I not rehearse that. However, if I could quickly, not that... Please. It doesn't necessarily... It's not under the same topic that you just asked me, (laughs) but I... I saw this quote on Instagram this morning and I was like, this is probably going to resonate. Absolutely. Go for it. Independent females are so undervalued. She doesn't even need you. 
She just wants you. She's going to do her own thing with or without you. And that's a queen. Right? Incredible. Whoa. Energy. I I love that. She doesn't need you. Yes. But she wants you. I kind of like that that's added because you don't have to feel bad for maybe wanting a man around or wanting to be with someone, but you don't need them. It's just a want. It's not a need. You're fine on your own and you're going to do your own thing. And if they want to come along for the ride and they do their thing, you do your thing. Great. Right. All about a strong partnership. But... I'm going to do it with or without you. I love that. Exactly. Yeah. I thought, I was yes. like, oh, this is perfect for the leading yeah. lady club. Because that I'm is prepared. the leading lady, right? Absolutely. Leading your own way. Leading your own path. Wow. Yeah. You nailed that. So going <laughs> off of that. Yeah. Boom. Okay. Mic drop for Marina. Um, going off of that question, knowing that that's kind of your definition of a leading lady. Who are some leading ladies in your life? And they can be, you know, people you look up to. It could be celebrities that you don't know. They can be anybody. It can be obviously people that you do know. But who are some of those leading ladies that inspire you in your life? Oh, yeah. Well, oh, maybe I'll get teary-eyed here. That's but okay. Number one leading lady is definitely my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, she has been the biggest supporter of me always. Both my parents are extremely supportive of me and I would be nothing (laughs) without them. And that's the truth. And ironically enough, in a lot of ways, (laughs) and I know she's going to listen to this and she's going to be like, I feel like, like when people say that you're your own person, like I'm proud of you for what you're doing, but Very unintentionally, I'm following in her footsteps in a lot of ways in the sense that my mom, Love Theater, was a dancer Mm -hmm. um, back in her her day. And at 25, my mom, and she's way more of a fit, she's the original fitness queen, I always say. She had her own fitness business. And she had her own TV show, her own local TV show. Wait, I didn't know this. Yes, she might kill me for saying that, but sorry, mom. (laughs) Um, It's the truth. And she was incredible and still is. And all of those morals that I have about about being a strong, independent woman is definitely from my mom. Yeah. Yeah. And we're talking about ladies, but my dad definitely is very supportive in that as well. We're happy to talk about dads here as well. Uh, Oh my goodness. Shout out to mom. Shout out to mom. I always love that answer because same. Okay. Mm -hmm. We won't ask any more emotional questions. I promise. (laughs) Um, These are going to be, these are kind of the silly ones. So bear with me. This is my favorite question that we ask. And actually now that I think about it, we keep saying we ask this all the time. I think I have accidentally edited it out of every other episode other than this one. Oh so it's not. So actually, we don't actually ask. We actually it. Well, don't. At least ask not that anybody time. hears. But it's my favorite question because I just think I'm it's excited. fascinating to think about. If you could, ready for this? It's it's a good one. Oh, if you God. could invite three people to a dinner party, mm. living or dead. <laughs> Have I asked you this before? No, <laughs> no. I just like knowing. <laughs> oh, wait, that. shoot. And it's literally three people. Okay. I already know. <laughs> no, 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 okay. no, no, no. No, that's scary. the first instinct. Okay. If you can invite three people living or dead to a dinner party, who would you invite? And yes, your answer can oh, be Kevin, Nick, and Joe. <laughs> We haven't gotten to that part of the discussion oh, yet, ladies and gents, I, I, but. Disclaimer, I guess let's just like count them out. So yeah, for those listening. Their last um, name can't be Jonas, sorry. Yeah, Caitlin and I are oh, huge Jonas Brothers Big fans. time. Um, big, big, big Jonas big gals. Big time. Mm-hmm. Big Jonas gals. So other than them. So we're not going to say them. Yeah, too easy, too easy. What? Maybe it wouldn't necessarily only be them, but. Oh, people I would invite to a dinner party. Could it be a couple? Could one of them be a couple and kind of of a person? Okay. Yeah. There are no rules here. They're not hard and fast rules. It's true. We make the rules here. Amazing. So I would love to have Bob Fosse and Gwen Verdon, huge inspirations of mine, my entire life, Fosse girl since the womb. That's a good one. Love my girl, Lady Gaga. Mm. Oh my gosh, yes. she's so good at a dinner party. That'd be great. Oh my god, they'd be well, great together. My, and she's my 
you know, I love her because she's just an Italian queen. So (laughs) boy, is she, (laughs) she is, she just like takes so much pride in being Italian. It it cracks me up, which I understand because I'm Italian too, but she's just incredible. And, you know, honestly, I'm, she's the best. And like, I feel like this isn't a shocking answer and I'm sure you would hear this a lot, but my girl, Michelle Obama. Yes. That's the one. Yep. I was going to say, she's in my yep. three. I decided yesterday oh. in our Q&A that my three are Michelle Obama, Reese Witherspoon, duh, and mm-hmm. Amelia Earhart, because I got to know what happened to her. Yeah. You're like, oh, where'd you go? I just want to be like, go? so what happened? Can you just tell me Girl, what happened? What? The original BA woman, you know? She said, yeah. I will fly this plane. And she oh, did. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is kind of a fun one oh, I no. thought of yesterday. If you had a time machine, would you go back in time or to the future? Oh. I know. Kind of tricky. Wow. Right now, I'd go to the future, I think. Because mm. there's so much. Just to see what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, yeah, skip to the end of the book. Maybe, exactly. might I suggest, I don't know, the year 3000? Lauren's just going to leave this Zoom. And it's just going to get. The door has been opened and I'm just along for the ride. Lauren, now you know how people feel when they sit with us in a room for a night. They're just like, okay, can I leave? Are they just going to do this all night long? Okay, last but not least, if COVID didn't exist or maybe we're in a post COVID world in this question, if you could travel anywhere in the world, Tomorrow, Ooh. where would you travel? Oh my God, Coachella. If Coachella was a thing, I would mm-hmm. just want to go to like a big music festival yeah. with people all over each other. <laughs> yeah. Breathing. Just dancing. Totally. Dancing. Just like breathe yeah. on people and sweat on totally. everyone. Yeah. Exactly. Love exactly. that. That's a good one. I didn't even, that didn't even cross my mind. I was, picturing Europe and places like that but yeah I mean I, I would love to go to Europe too yeah. but I'm no, trying that was to a good answer. Of, like cool yeah Phew. I love that <laughs> all right it is time for the big reveal of this week's oh but that, that wasn't a good drum roll I was trying to make I know it wasn't one at all it's fine but the people knew what I meant um this week's BuzzFeed quiz of the week inspired by Marina is Lauren, would you like to read the title? I would oh indeed. God. It is which Jonas brother is your oh. was destined to be your life partner. Okay, so no pressure, but I took this last night and I got Nick. So I'm not oh. trying to start a fight or anything, but like if you don't get Nick, I guess this will just decide it for us. I mean, no pressure. Yeah. All right, here we go. The ultimate Jonas brother quiz to determine your fate first question how would your friends describe you either funny energetic nice or smart since my friend is interviewing me (laughs) how would you describe me caitlin these quizzes are always hard because honestly and i'm not just saying this i would describe you as all of these things so i don't know which of these you are the most i mean you are very energetic and like you're always so busy and running around but you're also nice funny and smart so i don't know this is really hard I'm stressed so now. I think I'll do energetic, especially right now, since I'm like a little busy bee. Yeah. So I feel like there's cool. that's the only way to get through all the busyness in your life is to be energetic. So I think that's a good one. Absolutely. Okay. Cool. What instrument do you play? Hmm. Guitar, vocals, drums, or piano? Vocals. Definitely. Yeah. I wish I could I wish I could successfully play those other options, though. I, I play, like, very, very minimal of all three. All right, next question. Pick a female celeb. Either Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez, Danielle Jonas, or Miley Cyrus. So basically yeah, just what, the, Jonas what those brothers, track too? the Jonas Brothers exes, except for Danielle. Yeah. <laughs> what? This is hilarious. People, honestly. the Jonas Brothers were dating in 2008. <laughs> oh, my gosh. honestly you know what i'm gonna give it to my girl danielle jersey girl Mm. through and through that's true gotta represent yeah absolutely i like that answer that's a good one pick another boy band which is honestly insulting to me because the jonas brothers are not a boy band and don't even get me started on this topic the jonas brothers are a boy band no more the green day or fallout boy is a boy band they are just a band that happens to be made of all boys they do not dance they are they do not they write their own songs they play their own instruments they don't dance they're not a boy band they just happen to be all boys in a band 
it, anyway. as someone who loves both Green Day and Fall Out Boy, they are not boy bands. It's very no. different. Boy bands is a very specific say, brand. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. But anyway. Okay. So another boy band, either One Direction, BTS, Five Seconds of Summer, or In Sync. I was mad all the way. <sighs> I knew you were say that. Yeah, I was mad that the Backstreet thing. Boys weren't on there. I'm yeah, I I was thinking that you probably feel salty about that. I definitely did. Thank you for knowing <laughs> oh, that about okay, me. Okay, we'll Backstreet Boys. But yeah, yeah NSYNC was my OG first, I guess, concert of boys that I went to, right? Because Jonas Brothers. <laughs> She's afraid to say it now. She yeah, doesn't want me to yell. So not a boy band. But, um, yeah, guys. I saw anyway. NSYNC when I was like five, I think. <sighs> The dream. Um, all right. Probably the most important question on the quiz. <laughs> Lastly, who is your preferred Jonas? And the options are Joe, Nick, Kevin, or Frankie. No, you have to read it as it's written. All oh, right, it's Frankie, Frankie TBH. 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 <laughs> Which Honestly, I love. Like Frankie is just killing it these days. He really is. And- who is your preferred Jonas, Marina? I have no I idea who. Nick. Obviously, Nick, lifelong, forever. Oh. moment of truth who did you get gosh dang it you got nick didn't you who did you get i got kevin kevin, kevin! Oh, honestly oh, we love kevin he's a sweet we angel love we love yes kevin. wait also like justice for kevin this yeah. is what the description says okay it said it says you got kevin jonas that's okay <gasps> kevin is still a jonas screw you what buzzfeed that's rude just kidding i I didn't mean to say screw you i don't (laughs) we're not trying to get sued buzzfeed please don't sue us us. we don't have any money (laughs) yeah that was a pretty rude description but whatever okay well yay you got kevin that's good but anyway i digress marina we are so happy that you joined us here today we had so much fun chatting with you i just feel like you had so much you know just awesome knowledge and wisdom and and inspiration to share with us i for one definitely feel more motivated to go be a boss fitness woman in the real world and also just a leading lady (laughs) in my daily life now, thanks to you. So thank you so much for joining us. And before you go, tell everyone where they can follow you, maybe your website, if you wanna kind of plug Equinox, yeah. any of the Equinox members, where they can find you, where they can kind of follow your career and maybe connect with you after hearing this. Absolutely, well, first of all, thank you both, Lauren You're and Caitlin for having me. This was a blast. Um, <laughs> it really was. Really Wonderful time. Truly honored to be here and truly honored that you consider me a leading lady because you, you are both are. leading ladies as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can find me at move with underscore Marina. That's M-A-R-I-N-A. Whether you take my classes virtually or if you want to start to take them in person or if you're an Equinox member, I post my schedules weekly and um, I'm constantly updating on how we can connect and such. And if you want to hop onto my website, it is marina-colonna, C-O-L-O-N-N-A, which you'll probably see somewhere on this podcast. For sure. Um, dot com and to get to my fitness stuff specifically you can plug in my url slash fitness all right marina well thank you so much for joining us today thank you everyone for listening and thanks for joining our club we will talk to you soon thank you so much thanks bye bye do you love her she makes me want to like go kickbox right beat a punching bag up. I almost said beat someone up, but we don't beat want to beat anybody up. We punching do not bag condone violence here. We do not condone violence usually. But no, <laughs> Marina's, Marina's great. She's so She's cool. the best. And I love, I mean, you hear so many things about, you hear a lot of sad stories about the pandemic, about people losing their jobs and people like just, there's a lot of bad stuff in the pandemic, but it's mm-hmm. nice that, you know, someone, she got to start her own business and it's like still growing and she's still growing it. And it's just very cool to hear that. Yeah. Kind of things, I think. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And I just think she's so 
inspiring on one hand because she just does so much so like, much my goodness there's no one thing you can call her because she does so many different things and kind of has a hand in so many different fields and areas and she's just very inspiring in that she works so hard and mm -hmm. never stops just go go going so i think that's very inspiring and then i don't know i just think it's inspiring to see a woman who is so I mean, physically strong as well as mm -hmm. mentally and emotionally, you know, I just think as a woman and like to hear kind of her point of view on gyms and working out and, and things yeah. like that and kind of the stigma involving women and, and working out, I think was really interesting to hear her perspective on and, and mm -hmm. something that, you know, one of my kind of goals for this year, one of my new year resolutions was just to get stronger, like to build right. more muscle, to be you know, strong and not have little noodle arms anymore. I would like I to report that it is, as I was saying, it is April and I still have noodle still arms. Still have noodle arms, but, but we're getting there. That's we're okay. working on it at least. But anyway, yeah. I just think, I think she's very inspiring and she makes me want to work on myself more in that way, which is yeah. pretty cool. And I like that her emphasis is on getting stronger, not losing weight, not getting oh, skinnier. Yeah. It's on getting stronger, feeling yeah. good about yourself, Fit. doing what is best for you mm -hmm. and what's going to make you feel good. Cause it's not the same for everyone. And I think that that's really good too, to put an emphasis on that rather than, you know, yeah. the diet culture that we're trying to slowly get rid of. Totally. Yeah. If you think about it, we had a whole long conversation with her and never once did losing weight or dieting or any of that come up. She only talked about getting stronger, building up your endurance, cardio, things like that. She never once said, oh yeah, working out, it'll help you lose weight. I mean, that just yeah. wasn't even part of the conversation, which I think is right. cool. Which I do think is another thing that tends to follow women around when it comes to like working out and getting fit is that it's like, oh, mm -hmm. you're just working out because you want to be skinny. You're working out because you want to lose weight. It's like, no, right. I just want to feel good about myself. It yeah. doesn't have anything to do with that. And I'm glad that someone who is you know, paving her way in the fitness industry and creating a name for herself is emphasizing more on feeling good about yourself and being strong than yeah. looking a certain way or losing a certain amount of weight. I think for sure. Agree. Yeah. We love Marina. She's love the best. Marina. We are so glad that she came and joined us. I think it was such a fun conversation and just something I know we've only done a few episodes so far, but I just feel like it was such a different conversation and such kind of a different field than we've already covered, which I think is cool. Mm -hmm. So Agreed. Anyway, everybody show Marina some love. Go follow her uh, on her Instagram that she shouted out for you. Check out her website, all of that. Make sure you show her some love because we really appreciate having her here and because she's just an awesome person to follow. She gives lots of great tips and has lots of little short workouts she'll post on her Instagram and she'll always post her virtual bar schedule and things like that. So definitely go follow her. That would be lovely. All right. It's about it for us. Oh, we did want to bring up uh, this tweet I saw. We do record our podcast in chunks. We don't record it all on the same day. So we talked about March Madness in the intro part, and now mm -hmm. it is a couple days later. And since then, they have narrowed down the final four in the women's March Madness bracket. And yes. for the first time ever, there will be two Black women head coaches mm -hmm. in the final four for the NCAA women's tournament adia barnes who coaches for arizona and dawn staley who coaches for south carolina so it's very awesome. very cool yeah we've got finally some good diversity in the ncaa especially in the women's tournament mm -hmm. um we love to see successful women like that leading yes we do they're leading very ladies, good teams leading will. ladies <laughs> uh, through and uh. through <laughs> leading their teams hopefully to victory but we will yeah. see so well. i just thought that was really cool wanted to shout them out yeah and good luck even though yeah. i don't know to say they can't their teams but that's okay well also technically they can't both have victory that but. is true one of them <laughs> is going to lose so good luck. at least one. but that's okay but good luck we believe in you and we are always supportive of our leading ladies that is true thank you for bringing that up lauren all right. I think that about does it for us for this episode. Mm. I think we'll kind of wrap things up. As always, you can follow us on Instagram at Leading Lady Club. You can check out our website, leadingladyclub.com. Our episodes of our podcast are on there, as well as our contact information, our email, a little bit about us, all of that you can find on there. And you can listen to this podcast anywhere you find your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, 
all of the above. If you have a second and you don't mind, you want to leave us a little quick review, maybe rate us five stars. We would really appreciate it. And as always, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode because... You can hear our lovely voices once a week. Oh, what a joy for you. (laughs) (laughs) Fun for you. I'm just kidding. Fun for us, but more fun for you. All right, everyone. I think we're going to cut ourselves off now. Probably for the best. Uh, We hope you enjoyed this episode. We are looking so forward to the guests we have the rest of this month. They are a lot of good ones coming up. Oh, boy. Very excited. We're not ready to announce them yet, but just know good ones are coming. Have a great week. We hope you go crush your Monday. Yeah, baby. And we will join you right here again next week. Sounds good. All right. Bye. (laughs) Wait, wasn't that Frankie? Oh, no. (laughs) Me and our friend Sean was with us. We both stared at her. We were like, that was so clearly he shaved his head recently it was late oh my god i wasn't wearing my glasses it's fine nick i love you i would know you anywhere nick i was just kidding except for apparently then hush it was a it was all a joke it was a bit i was practicing a bit